Blog Talk Radio. The truth can hurt you, or the truth can change you. What will truth do to you? I just want to be happy, but if I keep on doing the things that keep on bringing me pain, there's no one else I can blame if I'm not happy. Wasted time, but now I can see the biggest enemy, it was me, so I'm not happy. Cry yourself to sleep, shout and raise your hands, it won't change a thing, child, until you understand. Preach. If you're tired of being the same, But it only works if Look at yourself and say Good morning I want to welcome everyone To the Kingdom Thinking Radio Show and also to the Kingdom Radio family and to the Kingdom Radio broadcast. My name is Prophetess Denise, and I am the co-host of Kingdom Thinking Radio Real Estate Remedy Saturdays. Our host is Minister Al, also known as the Prophetic Financier. Before we begin the radio broadcast, we have to take care of some disclaimers, and here they are. We are not attorneys. We do not give legal or financial advice. We are a private ministry group, not affiliated with any legal society. Kingdom Thinking Ministry is an SSM, self-supporting ministry, it is in unincorporated, private ministry, and membership association, protected under the 1st, 4th, 5th, ninth, and 10th Amendments to the U.S. Constitution for the United States of America. We bring to you Real Estate Remedy Saturdays. We take the position as advocates for the people, for the community, and for Kingdom Radio family. Our vision at Kingdom Thinking Ministry is to teach God's people the principles of renewing their mind so that they can qualify, receive, and manage kingdom living according to biblical principles. Our mission is the creation of a kingdom-like community to provide health, wealth, education, and social welfare to all mankind and to further the advancement of the gospel of the kingdom of heaven throughout the world. And now I'd like to introduce to you our host, Minister Al. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Minister Al. How are you doing this morning? I'm well, Prophet. I'm well. Good morning to you as well, and good morning to the KTM family. It is a privilege and an honor for me to be to come forth today with the mandate of the Creator to share with you 
the remedies that you can free yourself from bondage, from, from mishap concerning real estate today. We're going to have a very powerful message today that I feel will be instrumental in empowering the people to, to walk in their God selves on this planet and to take back what is theirs. And I just want to say, uh, Prophet, is that the show, the other show the other day was powerful. I got a lot of feedback. People were, were really moved, and that means the spirit is moving, and we're able to move, usher forth into a place of true kingdom living. So I'm excited about that. And before I start, I just want to kind of pray upon the people this morning. We just ask, Father God, that you bestow a blessing onto all of the listeners this morning, O oh, Father God, that you that you renew their minds, that they may walk, because your word says that a blessed man's steps is ordered by the Lord. So we ask that you order those steps today, that they come 10 steps closer to their redemption, 10 steps closer to a relationship with the true higher power, and, def- and default these, these false falsehoods of, of organized religion, and that we can come to a place of true kingdom living right here, because Scripture does say that the kingdom of heaven is within us. So we look forward to having that place of paradise right here on earth and have that true experience. So, prophets, if you'd like, um, I'd like to share with you, could you share with us a little bit about, you know, we've been talking so much about this real estate thing and in private conversations that we should share with the people. There's so much going on right now, just to let you know. there Since 2008, there has been an influx of foreclosures that's been stricken the United States, and so many homeowners have been taken advantage of by these unscrupulous loan modification companies, these foreclosure mills, even these unintelligent attorneys. And I'm not here to insult anyone, but, you know, the average person who's facing an issue with real estate or with debt, we, we, our mantra here at Kingdom Thinking Ministries is that you don't have a financial problem, you don't have a debt problem, you don't have a foreclosure problem, you have an identity crisis. And once again, when you learn to walk in your natural self as a God creation, you are the remedy. I have seen time and time again over the years being in the financial arena before God called me to this walk, I saw many people lose their homes because they acquired the homes in the wrong way. And let's just talk a little bit about, before we even get into the lesson, let's just talk a little bit about what God says about owning real estate. For those of you out there who don't know, the creator wants you to be a homeowner. He wants you to have a place that you can rest your head. You know, in Deuteronomy 28.8, it says the Lord will command the blessing on you in your bonds and in all that you undertake. And he will bless you in the land that the Lord your God is giving to you. So look at the scriptures clearly saying there was a promise that you would have a land that you would live and you would be blessed. If we go back again to Genesis chapter 1, God gave us dominion over the entire earth as stewards, as trustees. So we're supposed to have our piece of, of, of Plymouth Rock, if, you want, if, if I will. I'll give you another scripture that will also help you to formulate that you do belong in being an owner. Proverbs twenty four twenty seven says, prepare your work outside, get everything ready for yourself in the field, and after that, build your house. So you see, it's about ownership. It's about owning homes. It's about building. 
Okay, so it's imperative that we know this and we understand this and we move forth. But the, but the scripture I tell you, prophet, is that really rings home to me metaphysically and, and through natural law is Deuteronomy, excuse me, Isaiah 32:18, where it reads, My people will abide in a peaceful habitation in secure dwellings and in a quiet resting place. And I want to stay on this scripture for, for a period of time. The word of the Lord is saying that we should have a peaceful habitation. Now, for, by, by a show of those on the, on the radio, how many people here who are issues, have issues with real estate, with a pre-foreclosure, how many are being attacked or harassed by annoying phone calls from so-called debt, so-called creditors, and they're and they're taking your peace away. That's what's really happening here. They're calling, they're harassing you, they're telling you that you owe this debt. They're telling you that if you don't take this, if you don't make this situation happen, that we're going to take your home away from you, and so on and so forth. And it's a time that you don't know where to go and you don't know what to do. So let's talk about first the the essence of pre-foreclosure. And again, this may be a reminder for others and an introduction to, to some. When you allegedly go into a debt to buy a home, first of all, let's talk about that. In the initial stages, we were sold a dream. Everyone wanted the white the white picket fence, the big house, the 2.2 kids, and a dog named Spot. Wouldn't you say so, Prophetess? Yes, absolutely. Most, and... Um, most- and I just want to say quickly, that was such an illusion, and the dream has now become a nightmare for most. Uh, please continue, Minister Al. No, so what happens basically is when you look to purchase a home, first of all, a home is the most expensive purchase that a person will ever make in their lifetime. And it shouldn't be made with emotions. It should be made with intelligence. Okay, And we talked about that in previous episodes that you must have the wisdom of God and you must know how to evaluate situations before you get involved in them. And that was the epidemic that was going on. I call it an epidemic because here it was, people were getting mortgages who would, didn't qualify for a mortgage in the early 2000s. If you could just fog a mirror, you could get a mortgage. And people were buying homes 100% financing, with no investment at all. And again, that's a violation of natural law because if you don't plant the seed, how do you get a harvest? Just in that simple fact alone. So, so I mean, there you were doomed to the end to begin with. But there it is. People were being shoveled on and pressed upon and given homes that they truly couldn't afford because of the, the, the excess amount of inventory and the so-called illusion, as we spoke in the last episode, of equity that people were using their homes as ATM machines and cashing out capital. But you know what? It's not your fault because, again, they play, they preyed upon your ignorance. They preyed upon your desire to have what God said. See, God said that you should have a home, and you shall possess that peace in a secure dwelling and in a quiet rested place. So it's not, it is truly not our fault. We have to just move forth and do this. So let's talk about that. So your true remedy is not going to come 
from writing legal pleadings and things of that nature, as I mentioned to you before, you have an identity problem. But you know what's interesting about the identity problem, prophetess, is that even the higher court knows how to acknowledge the royalty, the king, the priesthood, the kingship of God's creation. But I can tell you, I'd like for you to, before I go into that prophet, I'd like for you to maybe talk a little bit about, do you have any experiences? I know you've been in the arena of assisting those in, in, in situations with their, with their real estate. What has been some of your experiences dealing with judicial systems and not having the true remedy of God implemented in this process? What has been your, your, your experience? Yes, um, I hope you can hear me clearly. Uh, one of the things that really rose in my spirit as you were speaking um, in reference to people getting homes without being qualified, um, it said in Scripture, study and show to show yourself approved. And this is something we have to, as mature people in the kingdom, must study to show ourselves approved, must read the paperwork if we don't get if we don't have a clear understanding of it, we need to always seek legal advice for it. But people were so immersed in the illusion, and you speak of the dream, and I speak spoke of it becoming the nightmare, all because they had not read. But at the end of the day, they signed this paperwork that now have them in a myriad of other paperwork that is very hard for them to understand and even break down. Now, I had quite a few situations dealing with a few shorts, quite a few short sales. They were extremely frustrating. There was a game of taking up your time, sending you paperwork that they know that you would not understand. You would be making phone calls and sitting to music. I have sat literally for an hour listening to music. I would just put the speaker on and continue to do my other uh, work until someone answers. And God forbid, if you drop off the call, it's another hour that you have to dial and wait for someone to answer. And then when you make a decision with them, okay, I'm going to send you this paperwork, they would say that they never got it. And they would start the process of the short sale over and over again. This was a plan to frustrate the homeowner who was truly not educated on the process and to stress them out so they would literally say, here, take my home. And then they would say, some people started to do exactly just that, take my home. They would literally just say, no, we cannot take your home. Why? Because they wanted you to be in the system with heavy debt. And I have been physically in the courts as an advocate fighting with people, and the attorneys, are outrageous. The attorneys for the lenders, 
because everybody's making money and you going through this process. This is a money-making process. Every time they do a transaction, every time you make a phone call, every time you sit for an hour, every time you fill out paperwork, they are monetizing every activity. So in the end, not only have you totally lost, they have totally gained all upside down, back and forth, east, west, north, south, and you're totally frustrated and don't know what to do. So that's why we have to take the position as coming in as advocates to really help the people, the community, the Amen. family, to know a better way. Please continue, Miss. Amen. Uh, Amen. And that is so true. But, but again, we're talking about remedy today. These remedies that we're about to share with you today are for those who are being bombarded with consumer debt, those who are being bombarded with, with mortgage pre-foreclosures and anything to do with commercial contracts. And again, the remedy is this. You have to have knowledge of self. You have to become the I am that I am. And you have to understand that we function and we operate in two realms. I'd like to read, if I may, 1 Corinthians 1540 says that there are also celestial bodies and, body, and bodies terrestrial, but the glory of the terrestrial is one and the glory of the terrestrial is another. So you see, I want to kind of use a comparative here to the matrix and how we function today. When you're functioning in spirit, is one realm. When you're functioning in, in the physical, it's another. Whenever you are engaging in commerce, you are functioning, you're giving life as the God, as the creation of God. You give life to everything that is dead, that corporal sense, that corporate sense, because a corpse, you know, fanatically means without life. So your signature, your participation, you give forth that energy and that life. So with that said, when you go into a commercial transaction, a consumer transaction, you are in essence giving life to that denomination. What do I mean by that? Let's just take it back to the beginning. You'd want to buy a home. Your realtor drives you around. You're looking for four or five properties. You decide on you want to get a property. They refer you to a mortgage lender. The mortgage lender takes an application from you and you put your name on the application, and you put your signature on that 1003 application. It gets underwritten, and you get a commitment, and you are approved an alleged loan. And you show up to the closing. And at the closing, you're so excited. They put a whole stack of papers about four inches thick, and they ask you to sign here, sign here, sign here. And you provide your autograph, your appellation, your signage, your signature, whatever you wish to call it at that point in time. At that point in time, what your bank has done, and I'm speaking from a position of being in the banking industry, in the mortgage industry, your promissory note, that package was pre-sold to Wall Street to give the money and then that, or the perceived money. As we spoke yesterday, there's, no, there's nothing. There is no money. America went bankrupt in 1933. But in fact, what happens then at that point, you pledged your property and you pledged your labor to pay back something that you never truly received. So now you own the home and all is going well and reality starts to kick in now and you realize that, wait a minute, I can't, I've lost my job or my husband's not working, my wife's not working, the income is not the way it was or the tenant's not paying rent and you start to fall behind on your mortgage payments. 
and you begin to get letters and things of that nature. And now you don't know what to do. You get served the summons and complaint, and now they're engaging a lawsuit against you in which now you have to defend yourself and defend your property. And so you answer this summons. Now, this is where the whole shenanigan begins in the matrix. For those of you who don't know, again, this is not legal advice. It's for educational purposes, but this is for information for the kingdom. The moment that you receive that summons and complaint, your name was in all capital letters. And if anyone has a competent law dictionary, please go to it and look for and look under capitalized disclosures. You'll know that they are referring to an artificial being, a fiction of law, a trust, a corporation. So here it is. They're bringing forth in, the, in these tribunal courts, or we call the kangaroo courts, these state courts, which are just administrative in nature, they only do business as commercial entities. So here it is, the first deception that the enemy has got you to believe is that you are that person that they named in the caption of your pleading, of your summons and complaint. And you, unbeknownst to yourself, you go forth and you begin to answer that. Most of you hire attorneys, but as of late, there's been this big movement of these gurus and gurus out here telling you how you can win foreclosure, you can beat the foreclosure by plagiarizing yourself, by copying all these legal briefs from other attorneys and other people, and you're able to win this case. I'm here to tell you you're not going to find remedy there because you're operating outside of yourself because you are not an artificial being. You are flesh and blood. But when that happens, what's the first thing you need to do? Let's start talking about our part. What's the first thing one needs to do? You don't need case law. You need to know what kind of debt you're dealing with, and there are actually three different types of statutes of law that apply to you. There are consumer protection laws, there's the Fair Credit Reporting Act, and there's the Federal Debt Collection Practice Act. So there's no need for anyone to ever lose their homes. Because you see, these attorneys out here, you know, they're good at throwing colored-coated balls out of the woods at you and have you chase while, while the remedy is truly right in front of you. These code balls include truth in lending statements, the RESPA, which only have reference when you are dealing with the true mortgagee or creditor or lender. You see, as I mentioned to you before, when they pre-sold your debt, your debt was purchased by another entity, not the actual table funding entity. So in reality, you're not dealing with with creditors, you're dealing with debt collectors. And almost no one in foreclosure is dealing with a true lender. They are dealing with a third party to whom an assignment was made after default. So here, here's some of the things that we have to do, family. Before you can communicate with someone regarding a mortgage or a situation in reference to your mortgage, you have to identify who you are talking to. You see, you can't talk, creditor talk, or lender talk to a debt collector and vice versa. You can't talk to a debt collector as if they are a creditor and a lender. Does that make sense? Amen? So before you have to identify who you're speaking with. So as, you, as I just mentioned to you, you are the original creditor because you gave life to that situation. And I'm going to read, I'm going to, read to you a definition, and for those that want you to write this down, we're going to have a private workshop on this. 
15 U.S.C. 1692A, the term consumer means any natural person obligated or allegedly obligated to pay any debt. So hold on a second now. Let's see. Here's the scam. When you received your summons and complaint, what are some of the terms that they called you? They called you the borrower. They called you the defendant. But never on those documents did they call you a consumer. Now, why is it that in 15 U.S.C. 1692A, they use the term consumer, which is a natural person? So here I'm validating what I'm saying to you when you're dealing in celestial and terrestrial bodies, the law also acknowledges the natural man versus the artificial being. You see, something real doesn't do business with something artificial. And something artificial can't be harmed by something natural. Does that make sense? See, natural persons deal with natural persons and paper entities or artificial entities could only function with artificial entities. So as you can see here right now, there was the first deception that you didn't have knowledge of self when you responded by hiring an attorney or doing a pro se litigation yourself. You're stepping in there, functioning and operating under an artificial being. You're not functioning in your God self. Now, The term creditor or lender means any person who offers or extends credit, creating a debt to whom a debt is owed, but not such term includes any person or being to the extent that they receive an assignment or transfer of debt in default. Are you hearing me, family? 99.9% of anyone who is listening to this call today who has an issue with their mortgage or with a credit card company, your debt was sold. And the moment that it was sold and assigned to a third party, they are a debt collector. They are not a creditor. And what does that mean for you? That means that they don't have access or rights to take your personal property. Because you see, the term debt means any obligation or alleged obligation of a consumer to pay money arising out of a transaction, which is the money, the property, insurance, or services, which are subject to the transaction for primary purposes of doing what? For your personal, family, or household purposes, whether or not the obligation has been reduced to a judgment. So as you can see here, when you purchased your home, it was for personal and family purposes and household purposes. They cannot come after your home. But the society that we live in, they don't tell you this. They don't tell you that it's an appropriate court that needs to that needs to be overseeing this to do so. Here's a question I want to ask you. When a person gets into financial difficulty, prophets, I'm going to ask you, where do they go to get relief to extinguish that? Okay. Uh, usually they go to an attorney, a uh, personal so what authority. What court? What court? Or what, the court, court? Does, what court does a person go to when you want to get from under a debt? Most people go to, as you called it, the kangaroo court, the administrative court. But what is that court called? When people in financial hardships, what do they what do they call themselves? They go into what? They go into debt. 
They go into bankruptcy. Yes. And that's a federal court. So anything concerning a debt, you have to function in a federal court, not a state court. State court is for creditors. Debt court is for, it's for debt collectors and debtors. So you see, from the beginning, they're in the wrong court, and they do that intentionally. Yes, that's correct. They do that intentionally so that they can deceive you, speak legalese to you, have you all twisted in your mind, believing that, that, that you can win this case by providing case law. Let me ask you a question, family. What does case law from someone else's issue have to do with your case? Every case is unique in itself. That's to show you that in the traditional system, these kangaroo courts are complaining. A natural man doesn't complain. A natural man makes a, makes a claim. And it's imperative that you know who you are. The federal government, the federal courts know who a natural man is, and that's why these consumer protection laws are in place for you. But you see, ignorance is no excuse according to the law. And that's why we here at Kingdom Thinking Ministry. We're here to bring the naked truth and expose and pull back the curtain of the plan of the enemy and Caesar and restore power to the people. We can walk in our God selves. It's time that we get to learn this information and we get to know that. It's very important that we do this. May I say something? Um, Because it's so phenomenal what you just revealed to the people. I hope it's not too much to even... Um, even digest, but the beautiful thing is they have the opportunity to listen to it over and over through the podcast. But what came to me, and I, I want to be in full transparency, at the time of doing those numerous short sales and being an advocate for the people, I was not aware of that information. Like most people are not aware of the information before, after, and even attorneys may not be aware of the information because they come from the perspective that you're a corporation. So for me, going before the judge in the court, I operated Mm -hmm. and responded that the people were a corporation and not a natural man or woman with flesh and blood that comes under a whole different position in terms mm-hmm. of getting their homes back. And they do this purposely and tie you up. And here you are talking about judicial case law and all of that, and you're not qualified to even speak on that platform. And most importantly, why would you want to speak on a platform when you're not a corpse, a dead person, a corporation needing a human with flesh and blood to give it life? You don't need you they know that you do not know these things. And they take advantage and they go very hard on you and you're standing there dead in the water because you have no you totally clueless to this information that you are born from God as man, as woman, and should not be in that space of, we speak of the tribunal court, that you are not qualified to be in. And it's a court that is not qualified to give you remedy. Please take over, Minister. Oh, well, let's talk again. The remedy, once again, we've always said 
You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Your power is within. Anytime that you go outside of yourself and seek and seek remedy, you're destined to fail. You're destined to fail. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah. There are good attorneys out there. I've had nothing against attorneys. Some of my good friends are attorneys. But what we're saying here is this is a spiritual war. This is not about flesh and blood. It's about spirits and principalities and powers. We have to know that we're dealing with this so-called heresy of attacking our vibrational frequencies and having us think that we're functioning in one capacity or we're totally doing another. Again, the trickery in that, we were taught in the schools, not wisdom schools, but schools, that a noun is a person, place, or thing. But in legalese, a person doesn't have to be a real being. It can be artificial. So you see, they play on your grammatical, your grammatic learning box on how to communicate with you and have you believing a certain thing. You know, just to go off topic, the very same thing applies to any form of identification that you may have. Take a look at your ID right now. If you're sitting here listening to this broadcast, is the name in all capital letters? You see, I'm glad that you mentioned that. All your adhesion contracts, Minister Al, people, you know, just inform them they need to look at them from their passports to their birth certificates. Everything claims them as a corporation, a corpse, a dead person, not as a human being. Every time you step into their courts, every time you try to argue case law, you are totally out of order of your human self. Please continue, Minister Al. Well, well, let's talk about that. Let's go back to to natural law and deal with it from that perspective. Okay? Let's look at that. The earth is made up of how much water? About over 70%, 75%, am I correct? That is correct. Anyway, okay, from so, 70 to 80%. Okay, <laughs> so basically all of the laws are governing to maritime law because we mostly are in water. We spoke previously about there's no such thing as money. We deal with currency. And what does currency do? It flows from one point to another, and it washes ashore to what? A river bank. So all the laws are based around maritime law or admiralty law. So when you get to understand that, everything has to do with water. We're not dealing with any other essence. So let's go back to the beginning. And this is not on topic. The Spirit is telling me I need to share this, but there's a difference between registration and recording. You see, when you, yes. register, when you register something, the Latin word of registration is regis or regal, and regal means the crown or the royalty. So anytime you're registering, registering something, you are giving up your ownership to the crown, and you no longer have title ownership, you only retain equity interest in your own property. And then you are paid, you have to pay taxes and renewal fees and all these things on something that was once yours. So to kind of give you an example to that, when you registered your deed, you gave your deed from your fee simple 
owning it yourself, and you gave it over to the crown. You gave it over to the state, and the state, which is a state of consciousness, gives it over to the crown, and it becomes their chattel property. But yet you have to pay taxes. Because anyone ever wondered, how are you the owner of the property, and it's free and clear, but you still pay taxes to someone? I thought you were the landlord at that point. If you're the lord, people pay you taxes, not the other way around. So you see, they make this shift. But now, when you record, you see, a God, when God speaks, he makes a claim and he records. He doesn't register. So that happens in the process when we're dealing with real estate. It also happens when we deal with a vehicle or even our own children. To kind of give you another example. This um, is, and you spoke of time. marriage it also. Marriage. Yeah, in, marriage, yes. Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Let's just talk about marriage. Since I was going to use another example, but since you raised marriage. Even with marriage, marriage is a sacred, holy sacrament that is joined between... Scripture says when, when God joins man and woman together, let no one put them under. It didn't say go to Caesar and get permission to get married. Scripture always said give unto Caesar what is a Caesar, but give unto God what belongs to God. So here is marriage, institution of marriage, was given, was ordained by God, by the Creator. So is marriage contract or covenant? You see, I'm just showing you. Right. I'm just showing you the polarity here that this affects us even in our real estate transactions. We registered as opposed to recorded. Record. We didn't know who we were when we were executing these things. We give life to all things. Nothing has life until we give it life. But we were tricked. And when we, when we get into trouble with it, they deceive us using these legal leads and things of that nature. But we're here at Kingdom Thinking Ministry as an advocate for the community. We're going to empower people with the education and with the true remedy and knowledge of self. Again, I want to read for you just to kind of reiterate once again how powerful it is that you know who you are. How many people on the call right now have been harassed by obnoxious debt collectors calling your home? four or five times a day, all hours of the morning and all hours of the night. Were you aware, according to FDCPA and consumer protection laws, that I'm going to read this for you so that you'll understand this is not being made up by the Minister Al. This is true information. Until you know who you are in this system that we live in, you cannot have remedy. It says communication with the consumer. Again, who's the consumer? the natural man, the God, man, and woman. It says a communication with the consumer, generally without the prior consent of the consumer given directly to the debt collector or to the express permission of a court of competent jurisdiction, a debt collector may not communicate with a consumer in connection with the collection of any debt. Do you hear what I'm saying to you, family? They don't even have the right to ring your phone or write you. If you don't object, you acquiesce. So now you have information to know. No, 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 no. You can't come and summons a God, a child of God. How dare you come and wake me up and disturb my peace, as Scripture read, in my home, in my habitation of security and peace, 
you come to disrupt me when I'm the creator of all things through debt? I created the debt. It was my signature. You see, you don't know who you are. You have no idea who you are in this system. And any time that they violate you, you're supposed to be compensated. But we're going to go into that in a private workshop. But I'm just sharing with you that there are remedies here. You do not, and I repeat again, you do not have to fall prey to these loan modificational companies. Let's break that down. With the loan modification, here's what really happens. They lower the, they lower the interest rate on the front end of your debt, and they put all the arrears on the back end over 10 to 20 years and have a balloon payment on the back end. So they didn't forgive any of the debt. They put it on the back, and you're still paying two or three times the value of what the asset truly is or the perceived asset, and they have you sign a new agreement. Do you see the shift? They know your original creditor assigned the debt to them, which made them a debt collector. But then now when they give you a modification, you just went into a new contract. Again, we talked about everything is about buying and selling. Everything is about having intercourse in commerce. You have to be knowledgeable of what you're doing. So then you created a new contract. And this time I'm almost certain for those of you who have had a loan modification. Now you have a signature, a man's signature from the from a man that is an employee of the bank. So now you have a valid contract. Because in your previous transaction, consumer transaction, you only signature that was on the promissory note or the mortgage note was your signature, which makes that by definition of contracts a unilateral contract which is unenforceable. You see, family, we have to pull our resources together, and we have to get the knowledge. The scripture says a wise man seeks wise counsel. Kingdom Thinking Ministries and its team and its affiliates and its group of advocacies and advocates are here to help you. We can provide you with this information to empower you to take control of your lives the way God intended for you to, to, to live. So it's imperative that you take the steps forward. If you have issues with your home, if you have issues with debt, contact us. We're here to help. We can't provide all the information on the airways because that's just not how we function. We have to function in private. Again, Scripture says when you go into your prayer closet, you must shut the door. And whatever you do in private, you shall be rewarded in the open. So the steps that you take today to remedy yourself in your current situation in private, public will know that you're retaining your home debt-free, You'll live the kingdom living and the kingdom life that you desire to have, and there's no more stress, no more worries. Again, this is no fly-by-night information. It is a process that you have to take, and you have to move forward. You have to move diligent. I wanted to share a story with you to kind of talk about the diligence. This is a story of David. Uh, um, 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 Minister Al, would you like to take a break before we get into the story? or You know something, Prophetess, you're right. Let's just take a Let's take a one-minute break, get a glass of water or something, and we can come back to that, and we can even take some calls. I'm hoping there's some callers out there who want to call in so that we can give them some direction in which way to well, go. Well, let's so give them the number. Okay, first if of all, you... the number is 657-383-0942. Once again, the number is 657-383-0942. I look forward to a call from you. I'm going to now just take a, we're going to take a, a, a radio break, and we'll be right back.
one of the most difficult things to do is find yourself in a storm. And while in that storm, it seems like everyone who you thought you could count on has walked away. And sometimes it seems like even God himself has forgotten about you. But in spite of that, to still be able to lift your hands and say, Lord, I trust you. Okay, welcome back to KTM Radio's Presents Real Estate Remedies with Prophetess Denise and Minister Al. We're back from our radio break. Um, at this point, no one's called in the queue, but I want to get back into the story on Prophetess that I said I would talk about. And the story is about David. David was at war with the with the Amalekites, and he and his soldiers were all at war. You know, David was a warring king of Israel, and he came back from a heartfelt battle to find everything that he owned, his wife, his children, all the men's wives and their children, even down to their animals, was were taken hostage by the Amalekites. And David, being weary from a war, they wept and they cried. And David went unto, the, went unto the Lord and said, Father God, what do I do? My men weep. They, they may feel as though I failed them. But yet, what should I do? And the Spirit of the Lord spoke unto David and said unto David, David, go forth and take back all of what they took from you, and you will be victorious. And so the message that I'm really trying to say today is, family, is that 
You have to have this David experience right now concerning any areas of your real estate issues or your debt issues. It's time that you take back what the enemy has taken from you, or it's time to stand firm and don't allow the enemy to take anything from you that belongs to you because God gave it to you. And in summary to this lesson today, you have to know of knowledge of self. You have to know when you walk in your natural self as a creation of the Almighty that you have authority. You don't need to go into these courts and complain and argue and submit briefs of 600 pages or more because ultimately it's a setup. All the language and legalese is not designed for you to win because they're not even addressing you for who you are. They have you thinking that you're functioning under one capacity when you're actually dealing with another. So in summary, you know who you are. You are a natural person, blood and flesh created by the hand of God, and that you have the authority and you have the power. So let's stop these debt collectors from calling and stealing your joy and your peace. The scripture says that the enemy, what? He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Don't let him destroy your peace. Don't let him take away your sanctuary. Let's stand firm and unify together and fight this situation. I think it's imperative that you do that. Okay? We are here. We encourage you to be a part of the ministry. We encourage you to be a part of this movement. If you have family and friends, share it with them because Scripture says, go out into the world and share the gospel. Prophet Denise shared with you what our mission is. We're looking to create a kingdom-like community so that we can educate, provide social welfare, and all the other things that you can qualify, receive, and manage kingdom living where there's no more debt, where there's no more sickness, where we can live in harmonious relationships with each other as brothers and sisters. It's time that we unify. The days of being relig- of playing religion and being and being under this veil of governorship on our thoughts, it's time that we unify ourselves and we take hold of that transfer of wealth that we spoke about before. The time is now. The trumpet is sounding. We can only reach out to those who reach out to us. But we're making a difference. And we're going to continue doing the will of God and restore the power unto his kingdom so that we can have that precious life that we desire. And Prophet Zinni, is there anything that you'd like to say before we close out this broadcast? Because uh, I know it's a Saturday morning at 10.50 a.m. Maybe those are cleaning their homes and doing things of that nature. And they're probably going to download this broadcast later and speak on and, and contact us for those of you who do wish to want a consultation with myself or a team of our advocates at the ministry. You can reach us at kingdomthinkingministry at gmail.com and we will re- return an email to you with our contact information and we will schedule a, call, a, a private confidential call. Please know that whatever you share with us is in the strictest of confidence and we look forward to helping you providing you, pointing you in the right direction, assisting you in, in, in taking back what belongs to you. So, Prophet, if anything that you, that you want to say, I'm going to pass the mic back over to you. And I just want to thank you all for allowing me to speak into your spirits today and to be a change. I'm your brother. I'm here to help. And we look forward to, to, to seeing you at the ministry. Yes. I just want to affirm what you just said. Uh, God only helps those who help themselves, and you can reach out for that help at Kingdom Thinking Ministry 
at gmail.com. Again, Kingdom Thinking Ministry at gmail.com. If you want to be on our mailing list, you can also do that when you write us at Kingdom Thinking Ministry at gmail.com. Also, there's a follow button on Kingdom Thinking Radio Network. Please go right up and click that follow button and join because we can then communicate directly from our network with you. So you've got quite a few ways that you can actually be in communication with us. So please join us on Wednesdays for Womb Healing Wednesdays with myself, Prophetess Denise, at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Thursdays, we have Kingdom Nomic Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that's a place where you get to see where consciousness meets commerce and economics, how to create business, how to create wealth in your life, because we do know that a lot of folks just doesn't just want to be have a roof, a uh, a job. Uh, or just a roof over their head, they desire more for their lives. And the Lord says that he, he came, Jesus said that he came, that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So why not? Now you've got a research source that you connected to, a family and community. Please feel free to take advantage of that. We invite you and we welcome you to that. And on Saturdays, we'll continue with Real Estate Remedy Saturdays, so you can take care of your concerns, those financial issues, those debt collectors that are harassing you, that you can't have peace, and you're stressed out every day when you go to work or you even live your life. So thank you again, all of you, for joining us. We appreciate your presence. We never take this lightly. We don't take this mission lightly. It's our purpose to really help those those that they call, well, I'm not going to say the underdog. I don't too much like the word, but I'm going to say the undergods because we are, as scriptures say, ye are gods. So for those who are not aware and have an identity crisis with that, we help you to remember who you are. We're going to be constantly in your ear so that you don't deny who you are and you can walk in that uprightly. So once again, thank you. Have a blessed Saturday and a peaceful Saturday, and God be with you all. Thank you. And, and Prophet, I just want to say one last thing as a word of encouragement for those of you who listen to the news, have you seen that that Goldman Sachs had to pay $5.1 billion in mortgage settlements? So family, listen, the wealth of the wicked is going to be given unto the just and all of these shenanigans and these fraudulent acts that these banks have taken upon homeowners. They're coming home to roost. They're paying big, they're paying big monies to settle these issues. And we know the way to do this. We know how to address them and, and attack them on their fraudulent behaviors. So it's imperative that you, you call into us, email into us, so that we can help you be a part of this retribution. So we want to thank you once again for tuning in today. We look forward to seeing you in future broadcasts. Have a blessed day and be well. You got I'll be the church, let you be the pastor And what I want, man, you know I'm going to ask you Throw a blessing like a picture, man, I'll be the catcher You keep it popping like a firecracker Used to be a thug, but you changed the stature Steak is from cheese and crackers Life changed every time I raise
This has been a KTM Radio Network presentation. You like a pill that I take with my soul.